Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Chump Talk. This is episode 216. I am Brady. That is Maddie P. What's going on, Pulsey? Uh, well, we're recording Monday here. Just coming off one of my uh, one of my favorite days of the year with the trade deadline. Used to always uh, watch that back in the school life, but um, it's Buzz City now. It's uh, it's time for the Leafs to get rolling, and I'm I'm excited about that, and I'm excited for today's podcast. And let's get her going. Yep. Yeah, we're gonna at the end of the episode, we're gonna do we're gonna go over all the stuff that happened at, on the trade deadline today. Um, recording this on Monday, as Matt said, that's gonna be at the end of the podcast. So if you're if you're curious about that, you want to hear our takes on stuff, you can skip to the end of that pod end of this podcast because it's happening then. Um, I wanna we're gonna have no guests on the show today. We do have a lot we we want to talk about. We're we're gonna do some of our life questions. We're gonna do a where they finish, a couple of uh, a NHL segment we used to do, and then we're gonna finish with free agency not free agency trade deadline. Um, that's where we're, that's where we're going to finish. So no guests today. Sorry about that. Um, but I do want to do a quick recap of last week's guest, JJ Hunter. One of my, one of my definite favorite interviews we had. Um, if anybody's listening to this, I didn't listen to that. I, I really encourage you to go back and listen because it's such a fun interview. Oh, it was absolutely unreal. I mean, and it's so cool. And when guys like that, we, we don't have too many guys in the music industry on the podcast. He's, I think the second one we've had, but, uh, like we, we could have talked with him about the Jays, the, you know, Alberta, Calgary, the Leafs or whatever. We, we could have talked about that stuff forever. So it was, uh, awesome to hear about the music aspect of it all, especially with five brothers. It's, you know, not, not very often you even see a sibling band, let alone one with five brothers. So, uh, great stories from there and guaranteed, Everyone listening has heard one of their songs at one point. They're they're a big hit. They're they're upcoming and they've had some really great songs come out. There's a song that they have that it's uh it's an older one. I kind of discovered it listening to more of their songs after having them on. Um, it's called "When You Love a Girl," I think. "When You Love a Girl." It's a it's a sappy one, but it's got the harmonies and it's like it's right now my favorite song on my phone. I've listened to it multiple, multiple times since, since I discovered it multiple times a day. I get, I don't know if you get, actually, I do know you get like this. When you have a favorite song, you just almost like oh, overplay you play the it shit so out of it. much. And you're like, there's yeah. no way I'm not like this song. And then you play it five times a day for a couple of weeks and you're like, okay. Yeah, I need a break. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And then, and then we'll go back and you'll love them later again. Yeah. But I know uh, overplaying favorite songs is a huge problem of mine. And Jill tells me that all the time because we'll get in a vehicle and first thing I throw on every time is that song because really? I'm just so I'm so hooked on it. But you are uh, one of those guys that does have like a, a soft spot for those kind of songs. Oh, I love the sappy songs. Yeah. I love the sappy songs, and I like. Like, I've noticed the, I like for a long time. Oh yeah, I like the sad songs too. I like yeah. sad and sappy. I don't know why. Maybe I don't know. I'm an emotional guy. You know that. Well, yeah, but you know, everyone has their own knack for music. Yeah, and yours is weird. I'll say yours is weird. It's like why do you it's say always that? like it's always some female singing like a. <laughs> it's 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 pretty much always a female, and she's singing like a like Megan Trainer is the one I always go back to. Like I've if I was you, I'd want to be me too. That was your favorite for a while. Your your uh, favorite one right now is Big Dick Energy. No, it's just Big Energy. Uh, listen that's to what lyrics. it's called. As, yeah, on the radio, that's what it's called. Yeah. No, I mean, it's a good song. I mean, no, it's it's you not don't you don't like it at all. It's fine. Like it's like kind of catchy, but it's it would never be a song that I'd be like, oh, this is my favorite song. And that oh, yeah. it is for you. And well, I don't know what's before? my favorite song, what but was just the, like, what's that's that? the one, what's the one, like, 
a month ago you were over and you were getting us to play it all the time uh before this one it, it's the same friend. time <laughs> best friend yeah, yeah. How does that one go again? Uh, I don't know, but if I were to say, there'd probably be a lot of profanity in it. So, I'm gonna... my best friend, real oh, bad yeah. bleep. <laughs> yeah, no, best I mean, friend. Yeah, yeah, best I... friend by Doja Cat. Yeah, Doja Cat. <laughs> I don't know how good my people could friend. hear that, but it's a, it's yeah. a, it's not a good song. I wouldn't say it's catchy though. Yeah, it's catchy. I actually, so. heard, I heard it through an NBA game. And mm. I was like, "Wow, that's that's a catchy song." So yeah, no, it's, they're catchy for sure. But yeah, um, yeah, I like the sappy, emotional ones. You like the, uh, yeah, I don't even, I don't even <laughs> yeah, know how to describe say. those songs. Um, whatever though. What were we talking about? Oh, Hunter Brothers. Uh, Hunter Brothers. Yeah, yeah, JJ Hunter, though, awesome dude. I, I, I know I said it at the end of the last podcast, and a lot of people know because I've been telling anybody we've talked to. But the fact that he's in our fantasy baseball league is so oh, funny. Amazing. I mean, it's amazing. I can't wait for it. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> I will say a weird feeling, though. We've been like emailing with him to get in. A weird feeling was emailing JJ Hunter, who's who is famous. He's he's like the Hunter brothers are on the rise, and JJ Hunter's famous, and he played pro hockey for like eight years. Yeah. I will tell you, it was a weird feeling emailing him, asking him to e-transfer $30 for a buy-in for a fantasy league. <laughs> yeah, I know. Hey, uh, hey, JJ, you think you could e-transfer that $30 anytime <laughs> now? Um, yeah, so I don't know. I, I, Unreal was, episode, though. Like, that, yeah. like I know we, we, we say that about a lot of our – and like, they're all really good, but, I mean, uh, <laughs> well, you know, like these – They're not all like, really good. JJ, well, yeah, this JJ one, though, is – very good it's, it's it was unreal like absolutely unreal there was so much to talk about like we could have talked with him for hours about like he's he's kind of like a dude like us except for he's just a you know a famous musician yeah yeah exactly you know that's he's really like the only separation other than, between other us than he's rich and famous yeah um but <laughs> yeah. uh yeah it was it was like uh one of the a lot of our interviews were like okay, let's get a few more questions so we can get the time up. This one, we're like, okay, what are we? What can we cut out here? Because we got to get yeah. going. Like, I know you needed to get going that night and he had to pick up his daughter, but we were just, we could have, that episode could have went two hours just with us and him. Yeah. No, yeah. no, it's funny because after that, yeah, yeah, like when we were personally emailing whatever about the league and stuff, one of the first things he said, it was just like talking about like the Matt Chapman trade and like yeah. just diehard sports fan and, a lot of great content from that episode. Lots of music stuff. Lots of sports. It was right up our yep. alley. Yep, and I think we, I think we will be able to for sure have Mon again at some point too. So, so yeah. go listen to that and and um, tell your friends about it too because that's a there's there's big ones for us that we really like promoted and and get it and gotten out there if that makes any sense and that's that's one of them. Um, before we do some life questions, uh, studio update is you can see by our Instagram, we've been posting stories. It's pretty much ready to roll. I would say within the next two weeks, we're hopefully going to get in there with all our mics and everything. It's going to, it's going to um, take a bit of time to figure out the tech side of things. Cause that's not our, either of our strong suits, but we are having, no, we'll have to get someone that's not either of us to, we are Zach Barrett, but... Zach Barrett just coming to help us out. He's confirmed. And, and I think, uh Yeah. We'll we'll leave it at that for now. But Zach Zach is gonna come help us out with that because he's yeah. uh he's yeah anything anything to do with tech we we need a we need a third person to you know yeah <laughs> but it looks unreal like the studio it's it's gonna be exactly what we need it's yeah 
Yeah, it's see, oh man, we I sat in there today for like just five minutes, just like thinking about possibly doing interviews in there. We have a couch and we have two chairs. Uh, um, that's in like a perfect setup for just mm-hmm. a chill interview. Like it's not like anybody. It's just gonna be like a conversation yeah. when we get in there, and I'm so excited for that. So and that Leafs jumbotron in the center just. Leafs jumbotron in the center. Oh, and, just and a touch talk- of us, you know. That's that's exactly what we needed in there. And we could talk about this because there are three. Uh, Jaden Weaver, a huge, huge helping hand in, in this whole studio. He's he's extremely good with that kind of thing, and he and he's uh, creative too. So he helped out with a lot of things. But we have two. We have three trophy cases, or not trophy cases, jersey cases, display mm-hmm. cases that are going that we're currently in the works of deciding what three jerseys to put in those cases. Now we put it out on the, uh, we put it out on the Instagram today and a lot of people had some funny replies. Uh, Chuck, Chuck's reply. He knows how much we hate that Matt Sundin finished his career with Vancouver and not Toronto. So he said a Matt Sundin Vancouver Jersey needs to be in there that I promise will not be happening. Yeah. Guaranteed. Like absolutely guaranteed. That won't be happening. Our initial thoughts and Cody, Cody Brubaker is one of the ones that said this is, uh toronto themed like leafs jays raptors that's cool like that's that's probably up there on our list i would say yeah oh definitely definitely so if it was going to be a leaf jay and a raptor if you had to choose one just off the top of your head go quick three okay current or former yep so i'll stick with the most obvious answer for the leafs i would love i don't have a madsen dean jersey unfortunately but like you know i'm probably not gonna make the purchase for it but we we got a matthews jersey we got options but Sandine would be my my pick for the Leafs for sure. Going to the Jays, I mean, just for the era that we watch baseball, Jose Batista has got to be the guy for me. Like, that was the guy that kind of got the Jays back on the map there when was that 2015, yep. 2016? Yeah. When they were in those deep playoff pushes, that, you know, Batista was that guy. Mm-hmm. And for the Raptors, I mean, for me, it's got to be Kyle Lowry. Like, just. Yeah a diehard guy for the raps but you know with that being said it'd also be cool to see young a younger guy in there too like an og jersey would be sick or even a scotty barnes i think scotty barnes is going to be a, a generational player i really do i think i okay. think he's, i know I, I haven't you know necessarily seen enough to absolutely say that take but from okay. i've seen scotty barnes i would love i would love scotty barnes jersey so your answer matt sundin jose batista scotty barnes kyle larry Okay, Kyle yeah. Lowry. Yeah. Okay. And I will go I I will go Doug Gilmore and a lot of that has to do with my dad. Like that was my dad's favorite player growing up and I just saw Doug Gilmore stuff and I we caught like the very very end. Like I remember I do remember seeing him play like a few games but at the very very end of his career and we were really young too. But I think Dougie Gilmore is just one of the most leaf legends out there and just and also the fact that it's number 93 and the last name Gilmore I think yeah. just like those two things combined with, and honestly, Ty Domi would be up there for me too, but, oh, but Doug, yeah. Doug Gilmore, um, ah, Jay's is so tough. Cause, but I, I would honestly go Vladdy jr. Just because I think like, Vladdy he's gonna, stick to. you can't go wrong with that either. Vlad, Vlad, Vladimir Guerrero jr. Is going to be my, my blue Jay. And then I'd go, I'd go DeRozan just cause I know Lowry's more of a Toronto legend than DeRozan now, just because of length of time. But, um DeRozan and the just and the championship but yeah. also you weren't getting that championship without DeRozan because uh we needed him to get yeah learned. no so that's yeah it's, it's it's it really is tough that that's like kind of what DeRozan's remembered as as the piece that got traded to get a championship 
Yeah, I know. DeRozan could, I love DeRozan could be the MVP of the league this year, but yeah, you could. I'd probably I'd probably go uh, DeRozan for that. But I kind of don't know if we're gonna put Raptors one in. I don't yeah, know I if we're dialed enough in on basketball. Yeah, but yeah, we'll we'll have to see what kind of comes down the stretch here too. Team Canada. I have a Wayne Gretzky Team Canada, team Canada yeah. one. My dad um, would probably then, request uh, Keith Ollie Maple Leafs or Pierre Engvall. Yeah, Your dad, Paul Pool, Matt's dad. <laughs> For some reason, he falls in love with the weirdest Leaf people to fall in <laughs> yeah. love with. Like his <laughs> favorite player in the Leafs football. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, it was like before it was Keith Ollie, that when we were younger, and, and now it's Pierre and, Engel. <laughs> like so random. And you know what? Not great players. Like great, good players, but not like great players. But I can respect it because I, I'm also the type that just like has a guy that is not necessarily like for me, it's mostly Jays. Like a fourth, I'll fall in love with like a fourth outfielder or like Justin Smoke when he, when he wasn't like, yeah, when he Smoke wasn't was playing every day. Smoke was my boy and still is actually. I, I saw a random couple highlights of Smoke hitting bombs like it, with the Jays, like just All throwback right. ones. And it was his swing. You won't find a much more beautiful swing. It was so next. Yeah. So nice. And yeah. from both sides to a switch hitter, big switch hitting first baseman. True. But yeah, we got a, we got a pretty decent first baseman now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know, maybe that, that concludes the, the Jersey talk. There could, we also thought dolphins and Panthers to get the football aspect, but I don't yeah. know. We'll, we'll have other, we'll, we'll be able to personalize the, the studio to our own needs. Um, like with other kind of signs, but we're going to have to negotiate too, because there's people and there's teams you like that I hate and vice versa too. So yeah, no we'll way. have to, we'll have to figure that out. I'm sure it'll lead to an argument, but yeah. We'll um, let's move on to some life questions here. We've gone through this before. It's 101 life questions. We've done it. I think this is our fourth time now and we're at question 58. So uh, we'll, we'll see how many we get through until we get bored and then we'll go on to uh, where they finish and then we'll talk some trade deadlines. So Number 58 on the question pools is, do you know any other languages? What words do you know in other languages? What languages do you wish you could learn? Um, <laughs> I know neither of us are fluent in anything other than English. No. Uh, basically, all I remember from French is, est-ce que je peux aller aux toilettes? Can I go to the washroom? Because that's all I was doing in that class is trying to leave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, that's fair. And I want to say, uh, est-ce que je peux un bois de l'eau? I think that means, can I go get a water bottle? Or can I get oh. a drink of water? Wow, it's dude. one of those Probably, two. You might know more French than I do. Could you not? You didn't know that one? No, I didn't know what a water bottle was. Could you say anything right now in French? Uh, like, je m'appelle Matt. Nice. Um, I, I know I had the bathroom one, too. Okay. But that's, that's about uh, it. But I, I actually, remember the... Do you remember this song? Petit poisson, petit Petit poisson, naja, naja. You don't remember that one? No. Did you ever watch the pineapple stuff? Like there was like that might have been. That was a video. Petit poisson means small fish. Magnifique, fantastic. Did you ever listen to that one? No. Oh, I have no idea. It was. It's like it's like a TV show. It's like episodes with a. There's definitely. I promise people listening know what I'm talking about. Like petit poisson, petit poisson. And that's like barracuda, barracuda. 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 Like are we talking fish here? Yes. Petit poisson means small fish. Oh. Wow. Little fish, maybe. Maybe. Either small or little. No, um, I, 
a couple of years though, a couple of years ago though, I actually sat down uh, like multiple times. Like I, I probably got about six hours total into this Spanish, right? Spanish. Yeah. I remember that. I was, I was trying hard for a while. Like, so that's like getting new sentences every day. And you know, I don't know why I wanted to learn Spanish, but I just thought it'd be like a cool thing to have in the back pocket. Dude, that's easily my that, language. The question is, if you could learn one, what would it be? That Spanish, that's the one for me. For yeah, sure. I would do Spanish for sure. Uh, you know what's actually hilarious about this is my wife um, is a supply teacher right now. Or like she's still finishing school, but she can supply at the school she's doing placement at. Yeah. So she's teaching a French class right now as we speak. No way. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Is so Jilly like pretty decent with it or? Uh, she's like 20,000 times better than us, but I, I like, she, wow, that'd be intense, yeah. man. I think that'd yeah. be like the hardest subject to teach, but it's supplying for high school. So I feel like, yeah, but, but still, it would still like out of all the subjects to teach, mm-hmm. like for me, myself, like another language would for sure be the hardest. I don't, I don't know. A lick no math for me, math for me. I'd rather yeah. you're telling me you could, you could teach French. I think I could teach French better than I could teach math. Well, yeah, but I, I failed math in college. Yeah, that's college though, dude. <laughs> I don't um, know. I didn't do well in high school either. But anyways, <laughs> we'll move on from languages. I just thought that was funny. We're talking about languages we don't know and, and my wife's teaching one today. Um number fifty nine, it says online dating. Have you tried a dating site or app? How did it go? Do you think the online dating app uh is more successful than traditional ways? of getting to know people what do you think uh could be done to improve online dating and dating apps um i do you want to start here you sure yeah i mean i uh <laughs> i i had a dating app on my phone years ago you know in okay. my in my single life and can confirm it was unsuccessful <laughs> on all fronts but i mean i think Especially with the last couple of years, I think they can be very uh, beneficial I, for the right person on the right, yeah. right mature app. You know, there's like, like the classic, like Tinders and stuff. I feel like that's just like a waste of time, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. uh, but I feel like like the legit sites where you like maybe even like pay for, or, you know, yeah. could be an actual decent way to, to meet someone if that's the route you had to take. But I don't know. It's, yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know how you improve it. Like it's, it's just weird talking to someone without actually talking to them face to face when you don't know mm-hmm. them at all. Like, hi, I personally, hi, how are you? Good. Yeah. I couldn't Not imagine sending that. I couldn't imagine sending the Hey text like that. Yeah. That just reminds <laughs> me of like MSN in grade eight. But I, <laughs> I, uh, I, always, I, I don't have any experience. Not obviously, I guess I don't have any experience with dating apps because, uh, I was trying to get Jill from like grade 10 to grade 12 when I finally got her in grade 12. So, I, I don't have any experience that way, but I ha- I will say I've heard of a, working for a lot of people and it seems like an effective way too. like, like you said, with COVID, especially, I don't know how else you can meet someone. Yeah. And then also like when bars were shut down and like, if that's a way to meet people, I don't know, or like going out, but if you're not a guy or a girl that likes to go out and your job, you don't meet people in your group of friends, maybe everyone's taken. I don't really understand how, else you could do it other than online. i agree i agree like i feel like you get to a point where that maybe is just the best option but yeah i don't know it's it's hard to take those things seriously sometimes yeah we both have friends that it's been very successful for i know Mm -hmm. people that are that are uh getting married or are married from it so 
Um, seems seems effective. Fifty nine is dating sites. Uh, Sixty superheroes. What do you think of about the? What do you think about the flood of superhero movies and TV shows? Which superhero movie TV show is your favorite? Um, if you were a superhero, who would you be? Let's just answer that one because I know we're not both like too dialed in in the superhero movies. No, um, I haven't really. Except seen for that. Avengers or uh, not Avengers. Except for uh, well, the Marvel. Endgame. No, well. There, oh, is that, yeah, we're yeah. also we're we're saying the same thing, but Marvel movies. Yeah, Joe and I are going through all those for the second time. Oh, you are. Um, yeah, like it. There's like I want to say there's like 25 to 30 different movies, um, Avengers, and on Disney Plus they have it in in chronological order, like not how they came out, but how they like how they're supposed to be watched. Yeah. So you have like Wonder Woman, and you got. Uh, why am I blanking? Iron Man, Captain America, Spider-Man. Um, Batman's not in there. What else is in there? Hulk, the Incredible Hulk mm-hmm. is in there. Um, I feel like that would be me, by the way, if I, going back to that question. You'd be the Hulk. Yeah, you know, you know how he gets big? Yeah. Because well, when he's angry, he's unstoppable. That's, that's the reason. True. Yeah. And so the Hulk. You get angry I don't know if pretty you... often, so you'd, you'd be able to transform a lot. Yeah, I get angry pretty off, often, and I'm unstoppable when I'm angry already. So imagine I just get <laughs> really jacked. <laughs> yeah, for, uh, sure. for sure. Yeah, no, I uh, like Ant Man's another one. Like, do do you know enough to compare yourself to one? Like, I know you don't really watch them. Uh, I'm not like so for Hulk. I want to say this while you think because um, the movies he can't control when he gets big. Like he he has yeah. to like he has to stay in a quiet room. Because if he gets mad, then he just, like, his body transforms into the Hulk. Right. So he's supposed to not go into fights when he doesn't want to get big and everything. Because then he's just, he can't control himself and no one can control him. Yeah. So that's the Hulk. That's me. I think I would, if I had to choose one right now without doing any uh, background research on it. I mean, the Captain America dude seems like a pretty legit guy. But I'd be like Captain Canada, obviously. Captain America took steroids to get big. That's the only reason. No. Yes. He just got juiced up in the machine and that was it. Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't steroids, dude. That was like technology. Those were steroids before steroids exist. No, that was technology. Have you watched the movie? Have I watched that machine and he just comes out strong? That's not the right. Yeah, because they just pump stuff in him. No, it's not steroids. There's no way his dick's any bigger than that. (laughs) <laughs> then for the people that don't know about an inch <laughs> yeah about an inch because that's how many steroids are well in you can't confirm that so that's that's a hot take i would say true, what if every true, part right? of his body just grew like oh, what if what if he's just got an absolute if, hammer if his if his genitals grew the way his muscles did um there would be no pants to contain <laughs> <laughs> well what does he wear for pants he wears real tight ones too. That's what I mean. Yeah, like yeah, they're, but... they might they might as well be yoga pants. Well, yeah, I don't know. Also, yeah. like Spider Man would be cool, just shooting webs everywhere and mm-hmm. ripping building to building. I wouldn't hate that. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, there's a yeah, lot of okay. cool superpowers though. Yeah, so there, there's our uh, superhero talk that turned into talking about Captain America's hammer. Um, 61 says stress. What stresses you out the most? Um, how stressed are you on a daily basis? What's the best way to relieve stress? What's stressing you out these days and what stresses you out, but really shouldn't? Uh, 
What stresses me out? Well, do you have anything that stresses you out? Uh, oh, I yeah. Mean, oh, yeah. Um, I mean, I think uh, when there are a lot of things going on at once and there's like deadlines. Yeah. Oh, that's deadlines when I'm stress stressed. Me out, like, deadlines, taxes, yeah. taxes stress me out. Yeah. Dude. I got to do mine tonight. I got to get mine. I got to take mine to New Hamburg tomorrow. Oh, yeah. So I got to yeah, figure no. out all my paperwork. Yeah, this that's a good example for this time. Your taxes uh, stress me out. Any kind of test, I've always been super stressed out by any kind of test where there's like I see my results and I need to get a certain result to pass that test, whether that was school or anything else. Yeah, like those things. I've I've never done well with anything like that because that my stress just is like that's what that is why I hated school so much is like any kind of test. I just got so stressed for and I just I hated it. Yeah. Also um, interviews. Interviews, interviews are so stressful. Not as much. I, I don't find that as much. Well, I'm always like, every time I had an interview, I'm, you know, knees weak, palms are sweaty. There's uh, are you talking? <laughs> I like it. I like that. Oh, like like interviews for jobs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interviews for jobs. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I don't get as stressed out from those, but anything where I need to like, anything where I'm putting on the spot to like, if it's something about, like, if I'm put on the spot of something about me or something like about what I could do for whatever, if it's something I can just talk through, I'm fine with that. But if I actually need to, if there's a right answer to something and I need to have that right answer, that's where I'm, I'm screwed. So what are your stress relieving techniques? Well, there's, there's many, some good, some, some not so good. Um, one, Actually, I, I've done this, uh, I've done this a lot, not as much. I was doing it a lot in the winter, um, late night walks. Cause I, I have like Ooh. some trouble sleeping like a late night walk, like nothing too far, just kind of around the block. And I, I like being outside in the winter when I'm co- like when I'm bundled up. Yeah. Cause you, you can stay warm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. As long as, as long as it's not like a blizzard, then I, yeah, I like being yeah. outside in the winter and this winter as well. Shoveling was a really good stress reliever for me. Yeah. Um, and then always my, my greatest stress reliever of all time and always has been, and always will be is playing a sport. Mm, yeah, yeah. That really like, just completely take your mind out of things. Like just throwing a baseball around, throwing a football around, playing hockey, any like golf, golf is great for that too. Yeah. Any, any sport that's always been my, my, uh, best stress reliever. And, and I, I hope always will be too. Yeah. No. But, if we're being honest, uh, the odd whiskey after work is a good cure as well. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's healthy here, though, you know. It, it's coming, it's coming to the, we're getting into the time of year where like, I, I don't, I don't drink that much beer in the winter. Oh man. I don't even know if I've bought like something greater than 12 pack over the last five or six yeah. months. Me too. But it's getting to the point of year where it's a hot summer day. You come home sweaty. If there's a beer in the fridge, oh. it is super hard not to drink it's, that. It's beer. a game changer, man. Yeah, it, it is. is. So, yeah. Beer was, beer was made for summer. I think that's a uh, safe to say. Yeah. Uh, we've only got through three questions here, which means there's been good conversation. Um, but why don't we, why don't we cut it off there and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll see what happens. We'll, we'll get back to it. That was yeah. fun though, but I want to get to the, where they finish. Um, no clue how, how long we've gone here, but I want to get to the, where they finish. Uh, yes, it's sir. a game. It's a game we've played for any new listeners. It's a game we've played. We pick two NHL players each. And we tell um, we tell where they were drafted and which team they were drafted by, how many games they played in the NHL, and how many teams they played for. And then it's the other person's job to guess where they finish. And we you get one hint. 
Yep, we each get hint. one hint. And there's two players. So I, I, can, uh, I can read one out for you first, if that's okay with you. Yep, I'm going to one. So my first player, I was real excited looking up this guy, and I have some stuff to tell you after uh, you do your guess because Ooh, okay. real exciting player. Okay. Um, he just retired from Europe last year, and this uh, he was drafted 32nd overall in the 2001 NHL draft by the Buffalo Sabres. He played 738 NHL games, but he played well over 1,000 professional games when you add up all the Europe games, AHL, NHL, well over 1,000. Uh, in his time in the NHL, he played for six NHL teams, his name is Derek Roy. Where did Derek Roy Ooh, finish his wow. NHL career? And I will say he just retired from Germany last year. So really? happy retirement, Derek. Yeah, happy retirement, Derek. That's <laughs> well, you know, good Kitchen Ranger guy right there. Yeah. Oh, Kitchener legend for sure. Oh man. Are we allowed to look at the list of NHL team names? No, 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 no. Okay. Well, you I just wasn't sure. Your phone. Sometimes no. well, you asked this last time. In. Yeah, well, I you never know. Sometimes, you know, the rules change. No, when you're when you're well, the one guessing, you can't look at your phone. It's all mine. Eric Roy, like Buffalo, immediately comes to mind. I don't know if that's where he finished though. He was drafted there. I, I told you that. So yeah, I know. That's not but uh, yeah, I, yeah, I know. Could have um, went back though. That's true. Good point. Could he could have gone back? But he did play for six teams. <sighs> yeah, that's a lot. Like I'm Which, blanking on like the other five, kind of in a way right now. Yeah, I I don't blame you for that. And like Buffalo, I will say. I know he had a stint in Edmonton. I'm pretty sure. Anyway. Yeah, I'm not going to confirm or deny anything to do with that. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to actually go with Edmonton as my final answer because I'm pretty sure that was in the later stage of his career when he was at Edmonton. I just don't know if he finished there or not, but that's the best thing that my memory is coming up with right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, That would be correct. No way. No way. Let's go. So Derek Roy played seven seasons, seven, maybe eight in Buffalo. And then he, he started bouncing around for three years until he went to Europe. So Buffalo, uh, 11, 12, 2011, 2012 was his last season in Buffalo. And then he went to Dallas for half a season. Mm -hmm. That season got traded to Vancouver for the end of the year. Uh, next season signed in St. Louis, played the full year in St. Louis. I don't remember next season. Next season signed in Nashville, played half the year there, and then got traded to Edmonton and finished out the other half of his career or other half of his NHL hmm. career in Edmonton. But his last year, like Edmonton's where he finished, he only played 46 games for them. He had 11 goals and 11 assists for 22 points. Like he was really? still being productive. And that's how he ended out. And yeah. Then, and then anyway. 15, 16, he went to Switzerland and then KHL for a year. Sweden for two years. Uh, he won an Olympic bronze medal for Team Canada when the NHLers wow. couldn't go, and then uh, he spent two years in Germany. Well, yeah, that's the guy we should uh, through our contacts maybe get his contact information. True, Derek Roy would be a great Derek Roy would be listen, a great guy to have on the podcast. Listen, this is what I wanted to bring up: his 2002-2003 uh, season. He was with Kitchener. Listen to all the accomplishments he has from just that year. Uh, he CHL Memorial Cup All Star Team, uh, CHL Memorial Cup Champion, CHL Memorial Cup Most Valuable Player, OHL Champion, OHL Playoff Most Assists, OHL Playoff MVP, the Wayne Gretzky Award, uh, World Junior Championship Best Faceoff Percentage, and World Junior Champion Silver Medal, all in all in one season, all in two thousand two. Wow! So good for Derek. All right. Yeah, and, uh, let's, let's find Derek's contact. We'll, we'll do that. Yeah, That's we got to. We got to. So this next guy here uh, from Windsor, Ontario, 
a six foot three defenseman drafted first overall in the 1994 draft by the Florida Panthers went on to play 1,128 NHL games, tallying up 500 points as a defenseman. Here we have Ed Jovanovsky. Mm-hmm. Played on four different teams. I knew it was Eddie. I knew I knew it was going to be Eddie Did when you? you were saying. Yeah, so but quick. I... So the the last time the Florida Panthers had a first overall draft pick, who did they select? What do you mean before him? No, after him. Since 1994, Florida's only had one NHL first overall draft pick. Roberto Luongo. Who did that? No, another defenseman. Oh, Aaron Eckblad. Yep. Yeah. Just yeah. just one for the for the fans out there. Yeah, just a just quick quick one yeah. out there. I got it on the second try. Not a big deal. No big um, deal. Uh, Ed Jovanovski spent the majority of his career in Florida and Arizona. Drafted by Florida, but he spent a lot of time in Arizona, which was Phoenix at the time. Correct. I was just gonna say that. Um, don't worry. I'll, I would have got there. No, I know. I did get there. Yeah. Um, yeah, the other two teams I'm really blanking on though. Like Vancouver, for some reason, comes to mind that he might have played in Vancouver, but I don't think that's right. He and I don't think he finished in Phoenix. I feel like he was with Phoenix and then went to like a contender for the last year. Quick correction: um, it was just three teams, but he was, uh, yeah, three teams. What you said? Three four. teams he played. Yeah. Oh, I'll explain later. Oh, okay. So three teams. So I know Arizona and Florida and I, I really don't, um, man, now do, 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 do. I am going to go Phoenix. Cause I feel like he maybe went back to Phoenix later. That is incorrect. He, uh, he spent his first four seasons in Florida, mm-hmm. the next five in Vancouver. And then he played in Phoenix for six years. Yeah. And then his last three seasons back to the roots with the Florida Panthers. Damn. Bit of trickery on that one. Yeah. He actually ended up, uh, he was the captain for the last two years. Good for him. Yeah, last played in 2014. That's, it's, I love playing this game because I never would have, like, if anybody on the street asked me if Ed Jovanovsky played for Vancouver, I probably, like, quick would just say no. I would have said no, I think, too. Isn't it hilarious though that I said Vancouver? Like now that like when we yeah. get our our stupid minds, it, it shows there's something in there. Like there's a decent memory in our minds still. Yeah, and uh, just because of this, this is trade deadline Monday that we're okay, we're, we're talking. Oh, you got about. another little nugget for the just, people? Just a cool little note, yeah. So I don't nugget. know if anyone's been on Twitter. Kevin Weeks has just been the king of uh, making videos and announcing trades in 1997 or 1999. Sorry. He was involved in a massive trade that involved Kevin Weeks. Yeah, uh, quick on Quev- Kevin Weeks. I'm not, I'm not sold on his insight. Like, do you really think he's I don't know the best how insider good his insiders in the game? are? But he's, he, I mean, he's announcing them, and people are. Uh, he's getting attention, so he's doing something right. I don't yeah. know if he would actually be like getting info before, like you know, the draggers and whatever, but. Draggers and the Elliots. And... But he's he's making a buzz on Twitter, though. People are all over his videos because he's got, like, weird backgrounds and shit. And... Yeah, no, he's, he's doing that. I, I have seen him for sure, but okay. Yeah. But actually, uh, cool note, too. Born and raised in Windsor, also played for Windsor in the OHL. So cool little hometown story there. Yeah, that's another great nugget. You're full of great nuggets tonight. My next player 
was drafted 159th overall by the Colorado Avalanche. That's in the fifth round. He was, he played 836 NHL games split across only four teams. And he was an NHL all rookie in 2004, John Michael Lyles. Where did John Michael Lyles finish his career? That's a great one. That's a great one. Thank you. So immediate thoughts are Boston and Carolina for where he ended. I'm somewhat confident one of those are correct. But yeah, sorry, how many teams did you say? Four. Four. Okay, so he's not as big, big of a suitcase as I thought. I'm pretty sure he played in Carolina and Boston. Definitely played for Toronto and Colorado. So I'm, I'm going to, with final conclusion here, go with my heart and say the Boston Bruins. Two for two no night way. for Pulsey. Let's go. And and he played he played for Carolina a lot longer than Boston. Like he only played just over forty games for Boston in his whole career. Actually, yeah, was it, it, was, it must have been a dead or not a deadline, but just like a midseason trade then, right? Well, in 2015, 2016, it it must have been a deadline move because he played seventeen games for Boston, uh, putting up just six assists. And then the next year, um, sixteen seventeen, he only played thirty games for Boston oh. uh, with five assists. So he did not have a great. Uh, time in boston with like 45 games and only 11 assists no goals hmm. um but carolina he had some good years and and i remember being really excited when he came to the leafs i liked him as a leaf like uh, i actually now that i'm looking at it i assumed in my head he did a lot better than he actually did with the leafs like he his first season was pretty good 27 points in 66 games but then after that 32 games 11 points and then the next season he was down in the marlies for a lot of the year Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. So, John Michael. John Michael, baby. Some great years in Colorado to start his career, though. Yeah, I remember him being like one of those defensemen where, you know, he's not necessarily the D-zone guy, but certainly a good O-zone guy on the point there. But uh, we're going to start- uh, Sorry, go ahead. No, you go. Oh, right. You have another one. Yeah, I was just moving on here. Yeah. We're, uh, we're sticking with defensemen here from Strathroy, Ontario. Drafted in 1997, around six, 156 overall by the Buffalo Sabres. Went on to play 1,082 NHL games, tallying up 504 points. So just under a point per game as a defenseman. Pretty great guy. I uh, played for four different NHL teams. Defenseman Brian Campbell. Brian Campbell? Did you say... 182 NHL games? 1,082. Oh, okay. I think you might have said 180. Oh, sorry. Sorry. 1,000. You, you, you might have said 1,000 too. Okay. Because now, okay. In I one Stanley get, Cup, we got got a yeah. Stanley Cup. I, I got to get my mind back. I got to get my mind back on track here because I was thinking of somebody that only played 182 games. Um, Who is he drafted by again? Drafted by Buffalo. Drafted by Buffalo. Uh, initial thought, the team that first comes to mind is Florida. Um, Florida first comes to mind for Brian Campbell. Uh, Brian Campbell, he's like a ginger looking dude, right? Yep. Yep. Curly hair. Yeah. I feel pretty good about Florida, but I'm just going to keep thinking here. Yeah, I I remember there's hints available. True. Uh, Okay, I'll use one. Was it uh, Eastern Conference or Western Conference team? It was a Western Conference team. Okay. Good Good thing I didn't stick with Florida. I know we spent a lot of time in Florida, though. Uh, I feel like he also played in Calgary at some point. Uh, Brian Campbell, the Calgary Flame. 
Brian Campbell, the Los Angeles King. Brian Campbell, the San Jose Shark. Brian Campbell. <laughs> Brian Campbell had to have played for Carolina at some point, but Western Conference team. How many teams did you say he played for? Five. Okay, well, I think I've named more than five. Um, yeah, I can't confirm whether it was someone. Brian right Campbell. Wrong, I, I'm going with the San Jose Sharks. That's actually a very good guess. He okay. only spent 20 games in San Jose, but it was not where he ended. Was it? He, he retired about nine years later after San Jose. <laughs> but it was. That's a good guess, though. Like only 20 games there. That's not a good guess. If it, well, was, if it was nine years before he finished. But yeah, no, no Calgary, no Carolina. None okay. of those teams really that you said, but LA, uh, not LA. No, <laughs> <laughs> he, he uh, actually had two stints with this team, the Chicago Blackhawks. I know you're going to kick yourself for that one. Oh, I should have known that. And he yeah. won a cup there. Holy shit. How did I not get that? Yeah. Yeah. He, he spent, spent a lot of time in Florida. He won a Stanley cup there. And then he went to Florida for five years. And okay. then last season he played 80 games with Chicago and played four playoff games and got swept. And that was his career. Oh my goodness! How did I not get? Okay, yeah. Well, that's that's bad. That's on me. Sometimes you just got to put your hand up and admit you're not the better man. And I was not the better man tonight. Two for two night for you. Oh, and two for yeah. me. No, I felt uh, dialed. Yeah, no, you were dialed. You good job. Good job. That's just Thank not you. a not good execution on uh, on any front for well, me. Well, you know, there's always the next time. Yep, and we will do it again. Um, Poolsy for. Let's get to. I, I'm going to do an ad read for our, our friends at 519, but can you pull up all the moves from today, the trade deadline? Yep. And then we'll just go through the, we'll go through the big ones in order and quick chat about them. And, and that'll be our show. I think. Sounds great. Um, well, pools, he's finding that I want to talk to you about our friends at 519 tech services, 519 tech services is your go-to place for all your phone battery needs uh i'm gonna start this over because i i screwed up every word i almost just said there so um is your phone battery dead before the end of the day having recharged a couple times a day 509 tech services located in elmira ontario now offers extended capacity battery replacements for most iphone they offer fast and affordable fares for all makes and models of phones tablets and computers diagnostic testing is always free poolsy all repairs are covered by a lifetime warranty against defects visit 519techservices.ca or call Peter at 226-444-9927 to get a quote today. If you're not in the Waterloo region, he offers in mail repairs too. Just fill out the form on the website and mention Chump Talk Podcast for 10% off that already extremely cheap bill. Thank you, Peter from 509 Tech Services. Poolsy, big Let's day, go. big two days, because a, a lot of moves happened yesterday and a lot of minor ones today, a few big ones too. So kind of, are you going to go through kind of in like order of how they happened? Is that yep. your plan? Yeah. So yeah. So yesterday we're just going to kind of talk about like the the trades that happened on on Sunday, I guess. Uh, yeah. There's we'll just talk about the Leafs ones, and then obviously the biggest one of the day being uh, Claude Giroux going to the Panthers, which is I mean scary, scary, scary stuff for our division because it's us, Florida, Boston, and Tampa. Yep. Which is those are arguably four of the top, you know, maybe even eight teams in the league potentially. It's pretty rare that a playoff race with four teams, all like all, all very good teams, I would say. Yeah, and all like all they four, all could win the cup, and all four all got better from the trade deadline. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that was cool. That was cool. It sucks also because uh, Florida probably had the biggest one. 
Yeah. Uh, Boston get a. Uh, I'll let you go through them. I'll let you. Oh go yeah, through. yeah. Oh, well, just yeah. Boston there. They got. I think they paid a pretty hefty price to be honest, but they got Hampus Lindholm, who is somewhat of an underrated defenseman, but he's also they just solid defensively. He's not necessarily the ozone guy, but Boston yeah. gave up a first and two seconds for him, and then there was a few other like kind of more minor league players involved. But yeah. I mean, I, to be honest, that deal doesn't really scare me too much in no. Bruins favor. I mean, yes, they, they got maybe a good third or fourth defenseman, but he's not yeah. a top two guy. So he might be on Boston though, because Boston actually where they were weak and where like if I had to pick between Boston, Florida, Tampa for the Leafs play, it's still gonna be Boston every time. Yeah. Because they're that's also they're, scary just with the way potent like just with well, the way history is. Yeah. I'd prefer to look to the future instead of the, the yeah. past. But, <laughs> yeah. Well um, I know you would. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, um, hefty price, but they had to know because the next day they signed him for eight years. So they had to know that he was willing to do that too, yeah. which makes it not as big of a price, I would say. No, I agree. But what did Philly give up or Florida give up for Claude though? You never said that. Oh, sorry. Uh, Philly gave up or sorry. The Panthers gave up a first, a third, and Owen Tippett, who is, uh, I mean, a, a prospect who's kind of known as a sniper. There's definitely potential there. So, oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I th- I think Philly got a, a fair return for that. I mean, what's what's Claude going to sure. do for you the rest of the season? And yeah, they're they're kind of going for the those draft lottery balls. So, you know, and he's an expiring contract. Yeah, Owen Owen, uh, Owen Tippett would have been with out of the 32 NHL teams, 25 of them he would have been in the lineup every night for. Oh, definitely, definitely. Like he's a he's a good player, so I think he's that a good player. I would say that trade is a win win because Florida got a great player and Philly got a great return. Yep. And then we'll move on to the, the two deals that the Leafs had. They weren't too active on trade deadline Monday, but on the Sunday there, they uh, they traded Travis Dermott, who we we both enjoy as a Leaf defenseman, but it was definitely time for him to move on. And they also acquired Mark Gio, Mark Giordano. And forward Colin Blackwell, who I've heard a lot of good things about. For I'm super pumped about Blackwell. Yeah, two second round picks and a third round pick. So the Leafs gave up a hefty price for Giordano, as most likely a rental. But you never know; he could become that Spezza guy for the Leafs next year that signs cheap on the Leafs D line as a hometown guy. But I don't think that's that hefty. No, I mean they didn't not, give up not the first the round trades are making, but two seconds like that's. I mean, two seconds is is a decent amount. Two but seconds Giordano's is a decent also, amount, but I would love to see a percent on second round picks working out, right? Yeah. Like, I always, I always think, and first round draft picks are different, but I always think for things past the first round for a team going for it, say it's like a one in five chance that a, a second round draft pick turns into an NHL stud. Yeah. Which I, I would say that's maybe it's like two and five or three and five for a second rounder, maybe, but. Definitely not higher than that. So you're still taking a chance on your future for something that might not even work out. Like you got to remember a guy like Freddie the Goche was drafted in the first round. Yeah, yeah, and that's like a, true. And a highly touted prospect. So yeah. why not get the guys you know are good, and not and they didn't give up first rounder. I love that trade for the Leafs and Colin. Yeah, Blackwell, it is sweet that they're actually going to have a first round draft pick this year. Do you can you picture Colin Blackwell playing at all? Like, if you can you picture him playing? Yeah, hockey? yeah, yeah. He is going to be so fun to watch. He's, I, he's like, like five foot he nine. He's like five foot nine, 200 pounds. And like, he's just like one of those really low to the ground, like, yeah. like 
really like strong on their legs guys. And he kind of just, he reminds me of like a, like a little bit taller version of Nathan Gerby. Like he just like stays low to the ground and just like exciting player that way. And he's got yeah. good hands and he makes stuff happen. I, I don't know where he's going to fit in. I wouldn't be surprised. The Leafs always do when they get a new player like that. They, they always give usually. They always give them a shot with like either Tavares and Nylander or with uh, well, they're not going to break up Marner, Matthews, and Bunting. So I wouldn't be surprised if he uh, if he slides in with Nylander and Tavares, give him a shot there. Yeah, absolutely. But but he could be a great third fourth line. He he will be a great third fourth liner. Too. I agree. I agree. I think he's going to slide into that lineup beautifully for the Leafs. And I'll quickly uh, about Dermot. Yeah, like Dubas, when a guy is just not going to work out in the plans anymore, he's really good about just getting rid of them. Yeah, for like, sure. And, and, and you got to give Dubas credit for that because he could bury a guy like Dermot in the press box because if there's injuries, Dermot's going to be helpful. But mm-hmm. I feel like he has enough respect for them and their career and like and also getting a third rounder. So. Yeah, they get they get back one of their their draft picks that they had to give up for Geo. So, That's and true. also salary cap, they needed that space. Yeah, that that was probably some of it too. Is that they absolutely did need that space? That was probably honestly like eighty percent of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I and I think Dermy is one of those guys that is definitely a dressing room guy. Everyone loves him. But uh, moving on to some other ones, there there were like I don't know guys that you wouldn't necessarily think are like game changers, but just traded for a lot of second round picks. Like the Coyotes got Jack McBain, a forward who I don't really know too well, but they traded a second for him. The rights to him. I think he's still a college player. Okay. Uh, Jamie Lazon from the Kraken. He got a second in return. Just a few trades like that. And one of the more interesting ones is uh, I kind of, well, just because, you know, just the way I think about hockey, but the Capitals, (laughs) get back longtime veteran Marcus Johansson from the yeah. crack. And I think that's, you know, I think that's awesome for them. Like I, I love when, when players do reunions, like go back to a team they've been with. Yeah. I, I like that too. And it didn't uh, Seattle get a decent amount for him too. Yeah. They got Daniel Sprong a fourth and a sixth. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, let's Sprung be honest be here. Johansson is, was not a, you know, the top six even on the crack and really so yeah uh quickly we should talk about how seattle now could be the worst team in nhl history oh, like currently they have 31 contracts right now yeah so they were saying the waiver wire ends like around where it's 7 p.m right now on a monday night so things i think can still like trickle through i think they probably just had to like claim everybody that went through and i've also heard it, it's either that or they're just sending college players for the rest of the year right which isn't not, a hor- like not a I don't hate that guy. idea. I, you know what I love most about it is that they're going to get closer to Shane Wright and Montreal is going to get further away from Shane. Yeah, Wright. that is true. That is true. When it doesn't come to when it comes to teams that aren't going to make the playoffs, my only thing is making sure Montreal wins enough games to not get Shane Wright. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's really it. And uh, another big one here: Mark Andre Fleury on the move to which seems to be a all like all in Minnesota wild here. I mean, they, yeah. they were pretty active 100%. Did they ever improve their roster? And what else, who else did they get today before you say the flurry trade? Uh, they also got another, I don't have it with me right now. We'll eventually get there, but I'll try they, they added another piece. I just okay. can't remember. There's been so many things that I've looked at today. But, okay. What? So sorry. What was the flurry trade? Sorry to get you off. 
uh, no, no, they traded a, a, sec- a conditional second round pick. So I'm wondering if that turns into a first, depending on how well the Wild do in the playoffs this year. And I mean, the Wild are set goaltending wise. Tailblad has had a resurgence of a year. Mark Andre Fleury, you know, slow start to the year, but you totally know that he's capable of being a game changer, especially when it comes time to the playoffs. I think that's a great move for the Minnesota Wild. What are you? Are you okay? Yeah, sorry. I, I was trying to find the trade, and I just saw the the last one that just happened that I had no idea about until I just saw uh, Max oh. Domi to the Hurricanes. Yeah, yeah. I know that's – we'll get into Can that we... too. But also the other part of the Minnesota trade. So then they traded goalie Capo Kakinen, who's a good young yeah. finish goalie, for Jacob Middleton, who is, I mean, the perfect fifth or sixth D guy, a bruiser, tough guy in front of the net. And – uh yeah, I yeah. mean, I, I I personally think the Wild have a, a great chance at winning the West. I don't see there being too many teams better than them in the West, so. You mean winning the West in, in playoffs or, like, in the season? Because I don't think they're going like to. In, gonna... in the playoffs, potentially. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, they're, they're, like, they're not much up on a wild card spot right now in, in the playoffs. No. No, but they, I, I don't know. I think Minnesota, like if Minnesota, oh, I love Minnesota. I yeah, love I think they could be a really dangerous team come playoff time, for sure. And for sure. Uh, getting some more here, uh, one of the also bigger ones that happened today: the Jets traded Andrew Cop to the Rangers, and they got a conditional second, another conditional second, a fifth, and another player. So the rangers i don't i'm not too sure how to feel about the rangers to be honest i mean i i don't know the roster too well i've seen the ford lineups i wouldn't say it really scares me that much but it's got potential let's say Lafreniere and capocaco turn out to be the players they were drafted to be the rangers could be a very dangerous team but those players just haven't turned out to be these game changers yet so the rangers personally don't scare me at all besides no. great no. goaltending yeah, I hope I hope that there is some some chance that Christian D. Sabatino is listening to this right now. <laughs> yeah. The New York Rangers have zero chance at winning the Stanley Cup. I agree. You can say whatever you want about the Leafs not making it out of the first round. Sure. We're terrified as Leaf fans not making it out of the first round. Do I think the Leafs are gonna win the cup this year? No. Do I think they have a better chance than the New York Rangers, though? Yes. Yeah. Way better chance than the New York Rangers. Shesterkin would have to have a shutout three out of the four games for them to win. They can't score. They suck. They're not yeah. a good team. Adam Fox is fine. Adam uh, Fox. Yeah. He's great, but he's yeah. He's probably a little better than fine, but their forward group doesn't scare me a little bit. Panarin has to carry them. And after that, I don't think they have much New York Rangers suck. They yep. suck. And we'll just quick touch on two more before we wrap up here. One of the bigger ones, are we looking at Crosby's newest line mate here with uh Rickard Raquel coming from the ducks for <laughs> what did you call him? Rickard Raquel. <laughs> what? Like a Rickard Red? His name is Ricard. Shut up. <laughs> it's whatever. Rickard. I'm the one reading all these names here. You just get a you just get a rip. I'm the one saying the names, but we got uh <laughs> going back to the ducks. It. Zach Ashton Reese. Nice. Dominic Simon. And or Simon, I don't know, <laughs> Simon, Simon, <laughs> and Probably the second Simeon. rounder. So, I that's I think that's a great deal for the Penguins. Raquel is a guy that could easily score thirty goals if he's playing with, mm-hmm. you know, good good line mates. So to only give up a second for a potential thirty goal scorer, absolutely love that for the Penguins. I hope I hope they get on a bit of a playoff run. If I'm being honest, 
I sure. love Crosby. I, if the Leafs don't win the cup, I, I wouldn't hate a Pittsburgh one. True. Yeah. True. Rickard, Rickard on the top line. <laughs> what? <laughs> You're such a dick. <laughs> Card, <No>. Ricard. <laughs> no. no, he's a, uh, he's been a guy that the Leafs have looked at forever and I've always wanted him on the Leafs. I, I think he's just a goal scoring guy that a guy that he's like the classic guy. You could see Crosby just making into a 40 goal score. If they had a full regular season. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, so. Uh, Max Domi, I'm so pissed. Didn't the Leafs didn't get him though? Uh, that's why I was. I that's know. why I was looking. I so know. I, I want to look at that trade quickly, and we'll talk about well, it. Well, one of our boys got traded in that too. Boris Kachuk. Oh, in that Igor Korshkov. Oh. oh, I thought you meant like a chump boy. Yeah. Oh, oh we yeah we didn't talk about that Tampa trade. I quickly uh, Hagel and I think a couple fourths went to Tampa for Boris Kachuk, Taylor Radish, and I think two first rounders. I think that's a huge win huge or not haul. huge huge haul for brandon hangle i think that's a win for chicago but also tampa that's a huge piece for them yeah. um but yeah do you have that trade in front of you i want to see because if the leafs could have afforded to get domi and i we'd have to get uh earl on here if we want to talk about the i uh, don't have the salary retention in front of me i just have the players well, i got a breaking trade that just happened maybe you see it too not not this, currently this just broke uh evgeny dadanov just got traded to the ducks Ooh, you know why that is. You know who else is? I know, you know exactly why that trade happened. Why? So Mark Stone and Jack Eagle can play in the lineup at the same time. Okay, but this is so confusing. The what? Golden Knights received John Moore, Ryan Kessler, and a conditional second. Ryan mm-hmm. Kessler. Ryan Kessler's still under contract, I think. Yeah, so he's probably just going to their LTIR? Yeah, definitely going to their LTIR. Absolutely guaranteed. That's a weird one. That is a weird one. I haven't seen that one yet. But John Moore. I've just seen it now. John Moore, he must be making I'm sure Earl's all over this, so we'll we'll look. We'll look at it. Follow hey, anybody who is like interested in the salary stuff that just happened on the trade deadline, Earl Schwartz is the place to go and look for stuff because he talks about pretty much any decently major trade that happened. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think uh Maybe we should just send people over to Earl like that. I wanna yeah. go I wanna check out Earl. I want to do some research on this myself. Fun episode though, Poolsy. Yes, sir. Um, we could maybe get a record record red now if you want. <laughs> sure. You want to get a beer? You want to go for a beer? You want to hang out? Yep. Yeah. Yep. You said you had to go home to do laundry or something. Well, I do. We're hanging out Wednesday, dude. Whatever. Oh yeah, CHL. Uh... CHL game this Wednesday. Yeah, and the at the odd. What's that game called? Uh, the top prospects prospects the- game. CHL prospects top prospects. Yeah, yeah, so we'll we'll be in attendance at the odd. Seeing our uh, boy Morgan. Yeah, seeing our boy Morgan Geeks. Um, if you're listening to this and you're going to the game, yeah, this is coming out the day we're going. So if you're listening to this today, uh, shoot us a message. If you're going, we'll we'll say hi to you there. Yes, sir. Sign autographs. We'll actually we'll we'll oh, sign autographs man. between the uh, second and third intermission. Um, but only like the first 10 minutes of it. Cause we don't want, we don't want too much of our time to be taken. So. Right. Yeah. Between the second and third, the first 10 minutes of we'll, we'll be sitting in section three Oh three, uh, seat four and five. If you need us, we'll be there. Okay. <laughs> See you there. See ya. <laughs>